I guess this is this is a great time for Minecraft for for pretty much the entire world. This has got to be of course Minecraft's got to be booming. And the thing is, um, much you know, you kind of build up a tolerance to Minecraft. Like by the third server, you're kind of like, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing? And that's when your friends start telling you we're gonna install mods on the server and. I kind of just, I've never played Minecraft with mods, so I let the people I was playing with kind of drive the boat there. So we get on the server the first time, and it's like, here's the two, here's the academy for the mods. I'm like, okay. The very <laughs> first thing, they're like, here's a fucking hard drive, and you can store items in this hard drive, and then here's this way to automate all this fuel, and here's the you can put the flux capacitor next to the fucking discombobulator and get the shit in. And, like, and, and then it's like, okay, go over here. This is the magic room where you can make Jesus Christ. brightness powder. And so we're all kind of like, what the fuck is this shit? Because we immediately all have the feeling, like, everyone but the person who, like, brought this mod pack to us, we're like, there, this is too much information at once. We finally, we... we, we uh, spent time perusing, and I'd like to give a shout out to the Minecraft mod pack, uh, slightly vanilla flavored, which is like incredible. It's it sounds like it would add very little, and in some sense, I guess by comparison to that, it does. But it feels like having Minecraft too. You fucking open it up, and there's like there's like it's like oh there's new kinds of trees. Oh the there's the mushrooms do new things. Oh there's like a little magic stuff, but nothing crazy, and it kind of just feels like an extension of redstone. And so now I feel a lot more sane. And now I'm trying to make make a Minecraft mod and that's been a little overwhelming. Hmm. What's your mod going to hmm. do though? Um well, right now I want to just learn how to make them and so I asked everybody for like what's a relatively at least at first glance simple thing that we could that I could do that y'all would actually want. So right now what I'm trying to do is just add a potion that teleports you back to your spawn because my friend who is in charge of the server just set the spawn to where we set up all our shit, and so, like, it would just be easier to... Like, when we played Terraria, right, they, there was, like, a wormhole potion where you just drink it and you go back to your spawn, and it's great. And it's it's so nice because, you know, realistically, you don't have to you don't want to have to run all the way back there. So that's... I'm going to try to make that, but it may be a little more complicated than I thought. I don't know. And there's a lot of... Um, I don't want to get too too technical, but there's a lot of weird things with how the the mod coding works that I have to get used to. So, I'm just gonna say like the first things that you described, I was just like, it sounds like an entirely different cake. Uh, cake. I said cake for some reason. This is not to do with the cake meme, because but there was this picture going around of a vegan person completely twisting a cake recipe and replacing all the ingredients with something else. And the original poster of the recipe said, you have made an entirely different cake. Well, I will say that resonated with I, I don't think the cake... <laughs> I mean, I do think that resonates. I, I, don't, I don't think that the cake meme requires much discourse other than to say, cut this podcast open right now. Cake. <laughs> you can't. My, you my voice, all fondant, baby. That you're hearing. You don't have an electronic blade. Sometimes I think about how tomato and tomato soup is in a lot of like old chocolate cake recipes why don't like it yeah i, I don't well, actually I mean, know why but it is i know it's like depression for, cake depressionary cake oh uh, well that's for sweets probably that's like a response I, to yeah like tomatoes have a lot of sugar it could be part of it a lot of sugar yeah i'm always surprised by how much sugar is in like 
vegetables and things you would consider, you know, you don't, you wouldn't associate with being sugary, I guess. Well, a tomato is technically a fruit and most fruits That's are true. actually sugary. I remember the first time someone was, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to eat my, eat some fruits when I was a little kid. And, uh, someone who I'm not going to name here because she's related to me said, you can't just eat fruits. They're full of sugar. And my little Sesame street ass mind was just like, but fruits and vegetables healthy you know and that's when you learned about the nuances of nutrition except probably probably not we don't really do a good enough job explaining that to kids uh listen this is them's the facts in case you can't tell it's a podcast not a cake about not a cake about fun facts and lying to your friends i'm gabe i'm chris i'm john did so i don't actually know where that meme means or where it came from i just started noticing a bunch of posts about it and at this point it's like i'm the embodiment of that too afraid to ask thing mm-hmm. so i just the, don't know the, what it the is griffin I mean, I think people the griffin were just posting a lot of videos of like it it was one video it was one video and they had this exact same conversation on a bim bam so i think we're just gonna need to skip it well wait a God second wait it. a second i, w- I just want to say I'm fine with that, but I want to say that the, it's not the Griffin McElroy meme. It's ripped from a line from Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's that's it's where it the, came from. I, I believe it's Andy saying, "I don't know who Bill Clinton is," and at Bill this Clinton point, is, I'm too yeah. afraid to ask. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it was funny okay, that line but, really did but, stick with me. <laughs> but to be fair, it, it in its current in its current form, it really did evolve from that Griffin JoJo meme. Oh yeah, like, I'm just saying that's not the, yeah. It's not the origin. Yes. Should we do a fact? Yeah, do we have a I know we use someone usually pre plans. Well, I was gonna do the stats because we had done. Oh, right, right, right. We can update on that too. the stats. Yeah, that can be it. We'll go with that. Yeah. I hope we don't get a Mortal Kombat takedown notice. Oh no. That's way too far away from Mortal Kombat to count. This is good. You would be surprised. So here's what where we're at, and I also want to do some math of my own real quick on this because, wow, I can't spell calculator correctly. Anyway, um, John is in third with 59 correct at 57.28%. Gabe is in second with 67 correct, 60.91. And, of course, as always, I'm still in first with 80 correct at 75%. Now, nice. What I was thinking about is the fact that I just don't have it written down what the actual total number of facts is. So if have, I'm have not you, too like, I, you know, I told you guys I took a nap right before this and I'm still halfway loopy. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this math off the top of my head. So if I know I have 59 correct and that's 57%. No, I have 59 correct. Yeah. Oh, wait. So yeah. If, how do I reconstruct how many facts that is? Oh my gosh. Uh, I just on, do, do 59 it. is to 57 as... It's fifty nine. Uh, you said fifty nine facts is fifty seven percent correct. Yeah. So so, so basically uh, hundred three and a half is the number I'm getting. What? Well, uh, I might be doing. It's math got a weird wrong. percentage, obviously. No, I'm doing math. I'm doing math wrong. That's why. No. So I guess a hundred, probably about a hundred three. Then yeah. Um, here's a question: Have you tracked our percentages over time? What do you mean, like over time? Like how it's gone? No, yeah, but I could yeah. do that at any point if I wanted to by just changing we the should, formula. We should do that at some point. Maybe. That's I just a lot want of work see. for very little. Because I feel like we've all gone downward. Uh, I think I've stayed decently steady around 75 most of the time. I think I've gone down at points to like 70, but 
Also, I'm just like 10 away from having like the perfect amount of correct facts and then I don't have to put any effort in it. Gabe's anymore, two away. You know? So this episode, he could achieve the dream and then never, it's true. never get it's any more true. right. It's true. But now we can actually start the show. and oh, Let's do it. It's you, John. All right. Let's talk about American imperialism under George W. Bush. Man, oh, this boy. is like your favorite topic. It's like being a kid again. Yeah, it is exactly like being a kid again and not knowing any better and just accepting the fact that you live in Georgia, so you're a Republican. Oh, yeah, that at least that is unfamiliar to me, but I so I can't really relate to that part. But you live in America, so this just happens is definitely still relatable. Absolutely. So George W. Bush in an effort to expand America's national monuments, declared the Mariana Trench in the Pacific a United States national monument. Oh, boy. Wait, oh, that's George. It? So, wait. the Oh, George. What is the name of the trench again? The Mariana, Mariana Trench, trench the, the big one? I thought that the, was the, biggest the thing one. on the moon. No. No, this is the one in the ocean. What's the one on the moon? I don't know. The, I, the Deese Trench. Where the, it's yours now. The uh, Armstrong Trench. I probably got to bleep your last name. What? It's the Chris Trench. I mean, he goes by CDs all day on social media, it's to true. be fair. So I think I think we've all reached the point where all of our fans probably know our last names. Like, let me put it this way. I'm getting more casual with it. What was That's I fair. thinking of? I thought there was a giant crater on the moon. What's it are called? You thinking of the, are you thinking of the mountain on Mars that's like bigger than any mountain on Earth? Olympus Mons? Mm-hmm. I mean, list I of valleys of valley on, on the moon. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking of Hellas Planitia. Ah. I yeah. don't know why I thought the Marianas Trench was on the mo- the moon anyway. I don't know. <laughs> That's why this fact was really wild to me when you first said it, and I wasn't fully li- I didn't fully hear the Pacific Ocean part. Mm-hmm. Also, it's Mariana or well, or Marianas, huh? That's weird. It's got both names. It's the. It's the Marion. It's the Marinara Sauce Trench. That's what it's full of. That's why they you don't you can't go down there. They don't want you to know that mm-hmm. it's that's where it, that's actually where it all comes guys, from. There's a big guys, pump. guys. What? It's sixty nine kilometers in width. Nice. It's nice. <laughs> Wait, how? That's fucking scary. Because it's that like nice, yes, but it's that wide and that fucking deep. Holy shit! Two thousand five hundred fifty kilometers deep. I. I don't want to go down there. Let's well, just put it that I, way. When I search Mariana's Trench, the first thing I get is that August Burns Red song, which shows how much Google knows about me and what I like, but that's mm. fine. I, it, there are worse things to do than to listen to that August Burns Red album with the dude holding the candle on it. There's worse <laughs> things to do. There are worse things. Um, I can... It does feel profoundly American. That's the thing. And something about like specifically Bush era uh America, like the like the kind of where everything just felt a little ridiculous, but not in the way that it does now. Like now it's like it's like it's like it's like too ridiculous. It's not like a good joke even when it's like goofy and not just sad. Bush yeah. era shit is like is like Bush era is just surreal man- enough. Bush era is this man sounds like a Sith Lord, but also he has an, enough trouble speaking that we don't necessarily take him too seriously, even though we should be. Hmm. Like let's let's be real, the Bush era laid the groundwork for what it is for what the reality is today. But, That's definitely uh, true. Mm-hmm. But 
I would rather the Marianas Trench thing than pretty much anything going on. Right. This, this is one of the things where, if this is not true, it's it's a perfect made up one because of how real it feels. Like, I think that there is just a a certain feeling that the fabric of reality has regarding certain things, and when you get it, you you just get it, and this is it. So now I have to really go deep and figure out. Hmm. I'm actually taking mm. more issues, not the right word, but the thing that's like hounding me is I, I'm trying to think if it would have been Bush or Obama. I'm not, I'm decently sold on the idea that it's a monument. <laughs> and but, you just can't decide which president did it. Well, because Obama did so many. You know, he was like doing the Oprah thing, but with national monuments. He was saying it for everyone. You get one, you get one. You get one. Did Bush do it? I mean, I would totally believe that it's a monument. I do know they used to talk about putting nuclear waste down there. How far is it from, like, the coasts? Like, how is it reasonable to declare, it's, like, U.S. territory? Can, John, can you look it's it up? Because I'm afraid to look up anything about this, because I'm sure this would be, like, one of the first lines on an article okay, no. about it. I will I tell you right now, it. It, is close, it is closer to Australia and other Pacific, and, and, like, general Pacific islands than it is to the continental United States. But don't we own it? <laughs> hmm. By international I, law or whatever? Is that how it works? Like what is it? By international to? law, we do have jurisdiction over it because it's close to like the Philippines, right? Like or Guam, or yeah, Guam, Guam. and uh, the Mariana Islands, which I think I don't know if we technically own the Mariana Islands, but it's like close enough to Guam that we can have legal jurisdiction. Over we don't it. have jurisdiction over the Philippines, right? Why am I thinking that? We no, used not to. anymore. We, we used, used to, to. Okay, like seventy years ago. It's not entirely made up. Um, yeah. So thanks, like, Span- thanks, uh, Spanish American War. Yeah. It didn't need to happen. Do you ever just think about how the Spanish-American War is like the thing that made that gave U.S. imperialism a kickstart? I like, and how it was do you ever think? I think based that implies on like I remember an industrial more. accident. I mean, like the main wasn't an attack on anybody; it just happened, which feel feels like... very like something that could happen now, where say a ship blew up accidentally. We would a absolutely lot? blame it on ISIS, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I think I think that, honestly, I utilize this a lot on this show. A lot of things just happen. Like, and it just, the more you realize, like, how much just happens and everything snowballs from there. Like, not to remove people's individual agency, but sometimes, like, the, the kickstart to some long chain of events, you're just like, the fuck was this? Like, do you ever think about how Hamilton wouldn't exist without the Spanish-American War? And I don't the, know if that's a worse the guy or, or the show about the guy. Well, I guess one would the show. <laughs> Why because would I was, it I mean, not exist because Puerto Rico wouldn't be a U.S. territory. Oh, okay. That, well, wait. Mm-hmm. Does that still mm-hmm. does this have something to do with Lin Manuel Miranda being Puerto Rican somehow? I don't I'm really just get saying how this he wraps His family would never have come to the U.S. Uh, I don't know if he can say that. They might still would have. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know that. Maybe yeah, it would have been harder. Interesting, though. Sure. That's definitely like harder. That's like um, I had one just now that was very that was very similarly just like how the fuck did this one happen? But I I lost it. It's gone. Um, oh, it's the you know wasn't the like the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand? Wasn't it like the timing of it was like 
almost not right where it almost didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Where no, the, it was dude, so like, got close lost to, and then there found were, him again. There were multiple attempts that didn't happen. And Prince, Princip, Gav, Gavril Princip just happened to be walking out of a cafe while the motorcade was going by after the plot had previously failed. Yeah, like, that's one where it's like, holy shit. Like, some some motherfucker opened, like, a sandwich store and, like, like the Holocaust happened. That's like, one of those Jesus things, Christ. It's one of those things where you think, maybe time travel is real. <laughs> maybe you time know? travel is real. I think and, the best argument against time travel being real is that why wouldn't we have met a time traveler by now? Like maybe no one wants to come back. Here's here. the this thing: isn't a good time because they Here's have the to thing. be good at erasing their tracks. Have we to. don't know that we haven't met a time traveler yet. Yeah, again. like they're just trending in. They could be very. That's the thing is, I think that if you accidentally reveal yourself as a time traveler, another one comes to like unfuck it up. So, I mean, this uh. is the same. Like they have to be very careful. I think that. I think it's entirely possible Keanu Reeves is a time traveler. What, with all the, where you see those, like, Renaissance-era portraits, and it's like, this is Keanu, without a doubt. The thing is, have you seen the pictures? Of? Uh, the paintings? Yes. They're, like, 1,500. real fucking close. <laughs> I have a cousin that looks like him, too, and I'm starting to think that maybe it's, like, honestly, I was going to say a cloning program, like, uh something analogous to like agent smith but then i realized holy shit keanu's in that movie he told them <laughs> I mean, keanu just looks like several historical figures if you squint maybe. your eyes a little bit he looks like kind of like the famous depiction of jesus a little bit if you kind of your eyes. okay or maybe the ideal human form is just keanu and some people have already reached it hmm and that's why like there's so many pictures of them because if you see that you're gonna take a picture Mm-hmm. you're gonna sit for hours with him to get his likeness to Man, preserve it for his imagine when the only way to get a fucking picture of yourself took like 12 hours and you had to be rich enough to pay someone to paint your ass jesus christ to be fair if you were that rich you tip you kind of just owned the painter yeah for real because <laughs> you just gave him a house and Man, food and it's similar to, yeah it's similar to like Composers, you just kind of owned them. You weren't really paying yeah. them per se. You just kind of owned. You, them. You, you took care of their living expenses, basically. One day, I thought to myself, you know, what if we democratize that old notion of like patronizing the arts? And I was like, this is Patreon. I fucking okay. Someone did it. <laughs> uh, you made it or it's up. or it's a properly managed NEA, but we won't get into that. Right oh, now. we don't have to get into that because the answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> um, we can guess this. I'm fine guessing this. I'm fine guessing this because I think, ugh, this feels too real to me. Yeah. I'm going to say true. It's true. George W. Bush <laughs> declared the Mariana Trench to be a U.S. monument. Holy it just shit. seems buck wild. It's, it, to me, it's an example of an imperialism because it's not even in a it's U.S. Nobody's. state. It's nobody's. It just happened. You know? It's just it's there. Like, I mean, we can call the Grand Canyon a U.S. monument because it's in the contiguous United States. Sure. I'm frankly uncomfortable with Hawaiian monuments because we did conquer Hawaii. I mean, we conquered all of the U.S. But right, like, but it's also Hawaii like, is like one of the worst. Examples. It's one of the worst <laughs> stories, and it's like right in your face, like it's not even fucking attached. Yeah, it's like this is clearly its own country that we are just calling a state. You know? Yeah. But <sighs> but, but like I, in the middle I, of the Pacific Ocean, nowhere near 
the main body of the U.S. Oh this yeah, is, this is U.S. U.S. territory, U.S. national monument. This yeah, is why I think it. that when we get to like the the space age era of you know like they're like oh this is the Earth Federation and like maybe countries exist but it's more about Earth and we're talking to other alien civilizations. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need like Earth monuments because. That's one. Like we there's kind of have we kind of have some like like UNESCO the wonders World of the world sites. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Earth I monuments. I think that's a, a good. I like that. I like that attitude of that the, the the planet just did some of these because the Grand Canyon's one. It's like holy fuck, that's just there. Yep. We didn't do that. <laughs> that's just, just you just go into what state is it in? Shit, Utah. I can't. Colorado. Remember. Colorado. Right? I don't know. You just go I, into the I middle of the wrong. country and there's a big fucking hole in the middle of it. Can you imagine being the first person to find that? Like being one of these people. God, doing, it's like, in Arizona. Arizona, sure. Guys, guys, I was like a regional semifinalist for the National Geographic Ge- Geography Bee. Dang, what a and Yeah, I'm like very, a decade ago. I'm very ashamed of myself right now because I don't know where the Grand Canyon is. Dude. Well, I know this because I've been so em- many times. It's I'm about an embarrassment to my three society. and a half hours from Vegas. Have you to been the to the east. Grand Canyon a few times? <laughs> Me, I've been multiple times. Yeah, I've, is it? I've been to honestly, all three rims. I I feel like it would be scary as fuck because I just want to say it sounded like you said all three rooms, yep, not all three been rims. To all three and rooms. I'm just thinking about oh yes, the Grand Canyon, three separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, you know, there's the there's the East Wing, the West Wing, and the God. I'm room. thinking I'm thinking about the um some tweet that was like uh the you know i can't every time the the queen visits somewhere people are always like damn she really dragged them by not receiving them in the funtelboro room <laughs> instead of the oxley flart and bart parlor um anyway i am yeah i am i have one i'm ready to go if i'm or am i next or are you, are you are next, next yep. okay let's do um, it so um one thing that you all probably know is not real is that there's that theory, right, that the Salem witch trials happened because people got all, people got like, or got fungus in the bread and that kind of produces like something LSD adjacent and people were tripping. That's, that's a widely kind of, I don't want to say widely discredited, but it's, it's pretty disputed. Mm-hmm. But what is the case is that um, there was like ergot infested, would infested be the word, t- tainted bread in, uh, Salem and that area of Massachusetts at the time, and some people uh, did just eat it for fun, not exactly knowing why it was drugs, but as drugs. And and those loaves were sometimes sort of secretly sold as a distinct thing from the rest of the bread for people that were seeking them out. Hmm. Okay. Drugs have always existed. This is believable. That part <laughs> of it is believable to me. You know. Yeah, like, no, there's like, a lot of drugs, like, I mean, people suspect that weed goes back, like, thousands of years, and that it may be, like, one of these, like, there's a, there's a, this is one of these things that I never really believe when I hear it, there's always these theories that are like, oh, you know, civilization started because someone had beer or weed, and everyone, like, went to them because they found it first, but, like, there I are mean, such theories. I believe the beer one to some extent, because, yeah. considering how beer was a good nutritional substitute to tainted water. You yeah, know? it's the same reason like, everybody drank wine in the, yeah, mid, exactly. in the Middle East for a long time. It it was safer, you know? It's also like it's liquid bread, pretty much. Like mm-hmm. I, I would I used to joke with a, with an old roommate who would bike everywhere. Uh we would like 
drink a beer and I'd be like, that's your fuel. That's your gasoline. <laughs> like, I don't know. This just makes me think of the whole thing that I never understood about very Protestant areas about how all alcohol is bad. Cause like everybody drank alcohol back in the I day. Just w- I just never to- have understood it. And there was one argument people always made that was, well, it was weaker back then. It was barely alcoholic. Like what, what does that even mean? To- what are you saying? To quote, to quote the Richard Linklater masterpiece, Bernie, just because Jesus turned the water into wine don't mean it was liquor store wine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but also, the thing with alcohol is you could just drink more. So the idea of like, oh, it was weaker. It's like, okay, and I'm sure some motherfucker drank even more of it then. Like, I, they, I don't they literally know make one. reference to drunkenness in the Bible, too. Like, Do they? Well, they say drunkenness is bad, which is different than saying okay. drink, like drinking is but bad. They, but they also say, things. like, at the wedding at Cana, like, people have had more alcohol, so they can't taste how good it is yeah. anymore. So they <laughs> like, would bring out the cheap wine. So it's like, normal people drank and got tipsy. That's oh, a that's thing. a real... That's. I'm surprised this goes back to biblical th- days, because this is a real thing where if I am going to drink two things... And one of them I know is higher quality. I start with that one so I can actually appreciate it. That goes yeah. that the idea that that goes back to the Bible. That's wild. <laughs> Listen, they they knew. They knew. Up. they knew. The Bible's a history book, if nothing else. Despite whatever you believe don't, about it, it is don't. It is kind of a history book, though. It is so, told. It, it is a historical it text, areas, but it does have it is historical a historical basis. text. I wouldn't call it a history book. Yeah, history book. book's not correct. I guess I should yeah. say historical text is better. Yes. Yeah. And it is really, more than anything, a book of folklore, if we really want to get down to it. Because its roots are in the oral tradition. I mean, yeah. So yeah, sure. there's. it's also like compiled over a lot of stuff. It's, it's interesting history shit. But that's where we're at, is uh, while it's probably not the case that it caused the Salem witch trials, people did know of uh, or got... Uh, tainted, I guess, bread, and we're we're able to like seek it out. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're a subsistence farmer living in the colonies. You are bored as hell and not allowed to do anything fun because you're a Puritan. <laughs> I think you're gonna eat some tainted bread sometimes just to see what it looks like, what the world looks like through the perspective of a fungus. <laughs> yeah. See through the mushroom's eyes, as oh, yes. Hanzo from Overwatch says. Whoa, um, what if that's what's actually happening? What do you mean? What if when you take hallucinogens, you just are becoming that thing for a minute, and that's why you see the world so wacky? Maybe that really is you what the world enter, looks like to a mushroom. You enter the mycelial plane. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now I know how the mushrooms feel, and that's why you you know, you know empathize a little more with nature, because you get it. You get that it's hard out there for a toadstool, which is... I speak for the mushrooms, the like the Lorax. The, I'm the Lorax the of thing mushrooms. Is, nice to meet you. I'm the, the thing Morax. is, it's hard to be a mushroom, but also a mushroom has so much power. Yeah, and also because they a mushroom is just, the embodiment of decay. They get Even a lot of freedoms, you know. Still live. Like they're just on the lawn, and they just kind of happens to them. Have I have I ever mentioned I have a mushroom themed cookbook that I received as a gift? I must. You mentioned yes, it a couple of multiple ago. times. Yeah. Well, I one day, one day, we'll be able to. One day I'll have the wherewithal to find a store that sells all this weird shit that it asks me for so I can actually use it. I don't know why, but I searched on Google the power of a mushroom and I want to die because the first result is one of those goop articles about how good mushrooms are for your chakra and your reishi. Gwyneth. 
whatever. I mean, they're probably just good for your regular old body. I think yeah, that's goop. True. Goop is bad. It's yeah, good. I mean, it's I know their whole deal. I, I can. It's something is surreal to me about the fact that that's like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, listen, I, I have. I will forever be somewhat attracted to Gwyneth Paltrow because I watched Shakespeare in Love during my formative years. But God, it's hard. It's hard to deal with this, you know? Yeah, and like you watch like the Iron Man movies and you're like, oh, there's Pepper Potts, Tony Stark's wife, girlfriend. And then you're like, is the egg in there right now? I feel like we crossed the line. We finally, like, we didn't know we had it until just now. I don't know about that. You're allowed God. to cut that. I don't okay really to want to talk that. about anything else now. Yeah, just, um, no, that's, that's perfectly okay. Okay. We've all had a we've all had a long week month thing. It's just um, so hot. What is the, the egg? No, don't, no, don't, no, don't say that. Okay, I was hoping not. Egg moratorium. Oh, it is hot in, it inside is and outside. So Everything's outside. sometimes. Sometimes I look at the, like, for a while, you know, you, you look at your little, I have, like, a phone app that puts, like, the temperature in my notifications bar, and I'm like, okay, it's heating up. Now I'm like, oh, it doesn't start with a nine today. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm stupid, and I forget that that's going to happen. Um, I think I'm ready to guess this fact. Yeah, if y'all if y'all don't have any more, like, wild speculation or, or questions, y'all can just blast off if you want. I think this is believable, but I think it would be hard to track. If that makes any sense. So I don't, I'm sure I want this to be true, but I'm kind of leaning no on this one. Leaning false. Uh, okay. I think I'll, I'll split the ticket and I'll say true. Okay. So this is false. Actually, Darn. I got you. Yes. But oh, I want to, so satisfying. I want to, I want to go a little bit into it. So not a little bit into it. I want like, like briefly, I want to explain I was afraid that this is one of these, this could be true. So I had to look it up because I wanted to see if, I wanted to see if at least people were doing this. So while there's no evidence that this happened, I did find while looking for it that the ancient Greeks did kind of do this. It wasn't through bread, but they, it is, it has been posited that Kikion, like Kikion, Kikion, the beverage consumed by participants in the ancient Greek Eleusinian Mysteries cult might have been based on hallucinogens from ergotamine, a precursor to the potent hallucinogen LSD, and ergonavine. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a, it's, oh, it's well, a precursor well, also to this medication. Er, er gonna find out. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's something. It was all right. It's, it's something. It's, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Right. I must well, I must pay my shame tax. No, I think I think we're gonna find out oh what we have God. to advertise this week in a moment. So you got bored in quarantine and you decided you wanted to add a furry friend to your household. Listen, no shame here. I got four of them, they're great. 
They drive me up the wall sometimes. I love them. But something that's really annoying for me right now is going out to purchase pet supplies. A lot of the stores have instituted pretty hardcore social distancing. And, you know, sometimes it's a little hard to find exactly the right product that I'm looking for. Luckily, there's Chewy for that. You can go to bit.ly slash ChewyPPN and find a selection of thousands of the pet brands that you know and love. We're talking food, litter, toys, treats, meds even. All of this stuff is really important to have and sometimes hard to get right now. But you can definitely get it through Chewy, who directly fulfills all of your orders. You know that what you're ordering is what you're going to get. And they have great discounts, such as 30% on your first auto ship order. And then 5-10% on every auto ship order after that. You also have a nice $4.95 flat rate for shipping or free shipping over $49, which can be pretty easy to rack up with pet supplies. So consider getting the best for your pets the easiest way. Go to bit.ly slash ChewyPPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-H-E-W-Y-P-P-N. Okay, so I'm going to do mine now, and it's pretty simple. And I hope, I hope, I don't know what I was going to say. It's pretty simple. Anyway, <laughs> I lost my, man, I'm still loopy from napping. My fact is that landfills are used to predict recessions. In what way? That's going to be the first thing, and you know I'm going to ask it. They use how? landfills to predict recessions. Okay, but how? How do is this do like? That? Is this like where the you know how that octopus predicts all the elections really well? No, it's not like that. I'll explain a little bit. Basically, they do a full index on trash and decide from that whether or not we're going into a recession. And they do it by asking all the landfills how much trash there is. This feels so believable because you could definitely some kind of. Like, I don't know what direction you would want to track it in. The question is, when there's a recession, are people using more disposable goods because people are struggling for money? They're having to use things like like paper plates and, like, pre-frozen you know frozen meals, and you're going to McDonald's and throwing out the fucking wrapper? Or is it less because people just buy less shit? But either way, I feel like there could be a correlation. I mean, whether or not you think there's a correlation, the question is, is it used by the government to track things? I mean... If I'm the government has weirder metrics. Yeah, if I'm here if I'm out here trying to figure out when the economy is about to go poopy, <laughs> I'm using all the info I can. It's not like you're there cuz I assume it's not like they're going, "Oh, the the landfills are are filling up. Stop the fucking presses." Like I assume it's sort of a it's just one of many variables that Mr. Economy uh who looks like the Monopoly man only I don't know, his mustache is different uh what? uses to figure out what's going on. Like, we're all familiar with the FEMA Waffle House Index, right? Oh, that's a perfect example. Yeah. So, I think it would make sense that there might be a landfill index. I I have wanted... I realized that I wanted a Waffle House waffle, like, maybe two months ago. And I thought, we are definitely not in a good Waffle House Index position. There is no way this wish can be fulfilled. And they're not going to do, like, delivery. They're, they're doing pickup, but this is perhaps the worst I've ever seen the Waffle House Index. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're not even open 24 hours anymore. Like, it's so strange <gasps> to drive by a Waffle House and see the light off. Yeah, that's a little haunting. I mean, I feel like there's it's they're like little lighthouses and except they're more effective the more intoxicated you are. I think the only time to- that's. Really, substances are the only thing that's ever convinced me to 
do the hash browns all the way. I did it once just to see what it would be like, not under the influence of any substances. Jeez. I I don't know. It it made me a little uneasy. It's it's just a lot of stuff. It's the chili and the gravy are the worst part. Like that it changes it from hash browns to like a stew. <laughs> yes. You know. And I do love a good <laughs> stew, but not when it's uh, not on, but it has to be on purpose. <laughs> like, this is more of a fuck it stew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't oopsie your way into a stew. Oopsie really. into a stew. Oops, all the toppings. Oh, my God. I haven't been to a Waffle House in I don't know when. It's been a long time for me, too. Like, even before quarantine. It makes me feel kind of bittersweet to say out loud. Right? It's a very specific feeling. There's, It's it's one of those things where it's like, ah, yes, I've been out at a house party all night with my friends, and I don't quite want to go home yet, you know? Yeah. Like, I think the the last time might have been... I don't know if you came with us, Chris, but I think it might have been like Fourth of July, two thousand nineteen. Whoa, I yeah don't know if I that might have been the Fourth of July that I wasn't in. T- I don't really remember honestly. I Maybe. think it was. I think it was because it was. I know that it was at least me, Bethany, Taylor, and Alexis, and I think Micus might have been there, and I think that you might have been there, Gabe. But I, I don't remember specifically. Man, I don't either. And I, I think that my thing with waffle, the specific feeling is, and and I've said this about Cracker Barrel, but I think it's actually more true of Waffle House. When you walk into a Waffle House, it's a portal. They're actually all, all yeah, of the absolutely. same Waffle House. The Waffle House is the definition sure. of liminal space. Cracker Barrel is worse. Because at least Cracker at Barrel, Waffle House, I'm not looking up at a horse castrator while I eat my questionable yes, this is true. whatever I got. I don't well, know. Okay, cr- Cracker Barrel food is not as questionable as you think it is. I, I don't I know. know. One I, time I, I ate green beans. So uh, it's been literally, I think I was, I think there was a one at the beginning of my age the last time I went to a God. Cracker Barrel. Bethany converted me to Cracker Barrel pretty thoroughly. I don't know. I've heard that they're like breakfast foods kind of good, but one time I went there and I got green beans as a side and they tasted like the sound it makes when you die in Disney's Tomb online. (laughs) I don't like you've ever heard that sound. I don't like any place that breads their okra. A lot of people bread okra. I know, and it's immediate strike against them. That's just how it is. That's what I believe. Maybe that's just for you. Most of us most of us enjoy some breaded okra. But it isn't as good. Oh, including me. it's, It's countably worse. I don't know about that. I think it's breading a lot you? of things makes it better. Yes, it's worse for you. The best but... part about okra is the okra taste, not the bread. Look, here's what you do. With I think okra. the bread so soaks simple. up the okra taste. You cut it up. You make a bowl of just flour, salt, and pepper. You toss it in that, and that's it. And then you put it in the fryer. You just need enough to oh, so crisp you like, it. So you, you like don't a need flour breading. dusted okra. You like a flour dusted. Yeah, you, you have to like... dust it. It won't fry correctly if you don't dust it. You don't. You don't like a. You don't like like an egg wash and that. No, it's flour. terrible. You don't like a batter. Hmm. You okra is already so goopy that it breads itself if you put flour on it. It just sticks to it. You don't have to do anything. You're you're giving yourself more work for no benefit, and it makes me angry. Some people like the breading better than they like the okra. That's just some the people truth. liked. I don't know, bad things. 
I don't know. Some people do. It's like a matter of personal taste. The first thing I'll be honest. The first thing that popped in my head was to say some people liked Hitler, but I'm not going to compare okra to that. God so, damn it, Chris! I stopped myself. To be fair, I think. <laughs> I think. Although now I'm trying to imagine the notion of like okra on like like evil okra, like okra that wants to cause harm and it has intention. And I'm just imagining the energy that that plate of breaded okra would give off if it had malice what do you think and it's the, very powerful what do you think the evil vegetable equivalent of okra is what is okra's bad twin brother i think okra already is kind of like if you were going to do yep. the D alignments i think it would it's, be fair it's to say, chaotic okra is definitely we, chaotic absolutely okra is absolutely chaotic i'm trying to f- i don't even know what it I really think, is okay i've only had it like like already prepared i love asparagus i love it so much Asparagus is the lawful evil to yes. Ogre's Oh yes. yeah! Yes. Oh yeah! Yeah, I'm so glad oh, we're agreeing on this very easily. I just, just the smell for me. I don't know I don't... how to quantify it, but it, asparagus is absolutely lawful evil. Asparagus. I had it last night. I, I'm gonna say a nonsense sentence. You ready? Asparagus yeah. looks like a lawyer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that it looks like it's got, it's even got like the evil collar, the long evil collar. <laughs> You I, could quote me on that. This is easier for me because I don't like it very Asparagus much. Asparagus looks like a lawyer. <laughs> I need a look. Celery is chaotic evil. I, celery is something. I don't know what it is, but I or feel like it's just chaotic neutral. Right. I don't know. I was it's got that good celery flavor, is like analogous nothing. somewhat to okra, but I just don't know fucking anything about okra. I think this fact is true, by the way. Oh, it's God, what was the fact again? Asparagus was the dad in Veggie Tales. That's why we see it as lawful. And he looks like a lawyer. That's why. He does look like a lawyer. He was. It was also Archibald. Archibald was yeah. an asparagus. I'm googling Veggie Tales dad. Oh lord. Was there an okra <laughs> Veggie Tale? Veggie Tales okra. Dang there. I, there was. I doubt there it. was an okra. Yeah, someone voiced an okra. How many like? Oh my unique... god! It was god, the dynasty. Was the guy Robinson from... was okra. Jesus Christ! Ugh. It's this is awful, and I hate it. I, I look at the same picture. I, I am where it's like yes, them I am camo. where it's where it's no. oh, God. Can you tweet this photo without any content? <laughs> yes, I can actually, and I will right now. S- uh, send the exact photo you want me to tweet. Yeah, sure, I'll put it. In I'm chat. not gonna pull us all down into this rabbit hole, but I am googling Veggie Tales full list of vegetables. <laughs> uh, Listen, Chris, who, what was your favorite vegetable? Like. Of, beyond beyond on, core two beyond on, like you can't say bob or bob or larry everyone likes bob and larry on veggie tales what was my favorite yeah, on, on veggie tales because hmm. i'm a pretty big fan of like the selection of squash you know so like, i liked like, that goliath was a pickle goliath yes goliath is a pickle is pretty fun I, I that one I've seen and I remember that Goliath is a pickle and that always got me because it's all you know why I think there's I think they're going for like an ogre look right and and pickles have the um the lump hey hey question is Goliath being a pickle just a little bit anti-semitic I don't uh me I mean I don't I think if you in, really what's read the what's it, the I guess from what angle because isn't he the I uh, maybe I think but he's not semitic like. I, yeah, person. and I also think the pickle. I, well, I, I feel like, well, actually, by a technical definition, he is Semitic. Okay, he's yeah, yeah, he's Jewish. Semitic, right, but he's but he's, Jewish, but he's not supposed to be Jewish. Which, which, and also, I, th- I really think they picked it because pickles are ugly looking. I mean, not 
I don't want to insult the humble pickle, but I think that it's an uglier looking vegetable than, for example, like the tomato, which I think was David. I think David was the tomato. No, David was uh, the kid. Da- David was junior. He was junior asparagus, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, he was an asparagus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, what was what was this the fact again? The scallions were good. The, were oh, the scallions. Favorite. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That's that's my answer. I changed my answer to the scallions. You're saying what was the fact? Is the landfill index? Yeah. The landfill index. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> All right, we're both on true, I think, with some degree of confidence. So let me let me restate it just to make sure we're fully clear. It's that there is an index, and it is used as an indicator by the government to see if we're going into recessions. That is my fact. Yeah, I'm. I there. So there is like the shopping cart consumer price index, but I don't. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'm honestly. Oh God, I'm leaning false again on this one. You know what? I'm going false. I'm going false. It's going to be hard to get me. I think I just got to go yes. It's true. So, you guys can decide how this works. It is a thing that is theorized by people and exists, but as far as I could tell, the government doesn't use it. This is false. That 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 counts as false. Cuz that cuz I, I believe cuz I was fu- that's how I was seeing is that it could fully work and I don't but I don't think the government uses it. That's how I interpreted it. I I'm willing to put that as false, especially because when you say it's theorized, I feel like that implies that it's not even like, oh, this is widely used, just not by the government, but that it's just sort of it out is a there. Thing, and there are lots of people trying to figure out if it's it. It's like one of those things that was very correct, but now they think it might not work anymore because we reached like peak stuff, essentially, is what they call it. And so, <laughs> no, like that's a real term. I, I'm, no, I'm willing to, I'm willing to let that be false. I think, I think like that's about as much of a graze. Like think about mine that I just did, right? Like it, it's close to a real, almost real thing. And also the ancient Greeks, maybe like we do these a lot. I, I'll let that one be false. That's, that's a good one though. I, but there is the thing, especially that it the got you they, to use the phrase peak stuff. They compare like carloads of waste to GDP and it kind of correlated for a long time. And some ran like some fringe people would kind of use it, and every once in a while on CNBC they have like those people on mm-hmm. to talk about how the garbage was talking about, was showing how good the economy was going to be. But I think now they're saying Sorry. they're not really sure if it works anymore because we just mm-hmm. have so much stuff now. I think you said some fringe people would use it, but I heard, and I want to make sure I didn't hear correctly, French people. No fringe. And French. I like yeah. I like the idea that a bunch of French people specifically. We're going on like it, this, like just the French, only the French believe. Yes, <laughs> it's like it's a snail-induced hallucination. You know, but it is a pretty interesting thing. They do use it somewhat locally to figure out things, like how much waste is going into a landfill. There are people that ask those mm. questions, but it's not like a thing the government like, actually puts stock in to the point of figuring it out. I. I think what might be interesting is the composition of the waste because that would give you information about like what products not only were being purchased, but then were being used because there's some things like, for example, pasta, right? You could buy a shitload of pasta and the purchasing data would show that. Like right now, I bet you pasta purchasing data has gone way up these past few months. Absolutely. But how much of it has actually gotten used as everyone realized eventually, oh, like especially people with the money to just do this, people are like, oh, I can just order Postmates all the time and like people do that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This is actually interesting. So, do we have a listener fact? Yes, we do. Uh, let me choose one. Let's see. Um, Which one? <laughs> this one I like, so we're going to do this one. Uh, we have one from Brittany, and she said that clams control Warsaw's water supply. 
it just says, in the city water pump, there are eight clams. In the case of a contamination of the water supply, the, cams, the clams will close and shut off the water for the city. I think I've read this before. It's not so much that the clams themselves shut off the water. It's that they use them as a measure of if the water quality is okay. If the clams close, the water quality isn't okay. And that means that, that I believe, but are you taking like I, I, again? Feeders, I think the right? fact is that they control it. I don't, I, but I'm pretty sure I've read this before. As what? As it being true or false? As it being true. So, but only in the way you said it, like where they. Yeah, I don't think the clams literally control it, but I think the clams are used as a measure, which indicates that they should t- shut it off. You know. I would believe that, and not the one where they actually control it. I'm. This one's confusing because I'm pretty sure I've read this. You I'm, know? I'm completely reading it as the clams literally control it. Whether that's that they that I, that I'm gonna I don't have to think they can on. even rig that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I don't you think would a set clam is strong enough to flip a switch. And also, wouldn't the well, clams opening because they would increase sort of the volume? Like if anything, that would shut it because they would flip up and create a barrier unless they have like a string tied to their shell. <laughs> okay. I want this that, to that's, be true just for no, that. Like, that's the I want only there to be thing. a little string on every claim. And when it closes, it's, it pulls it's, a little lever. Uh, I don't think this one should be counted for stats because I think real world information is biasing me. Sure. But, but like, I'm, 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 I'm going to go, I'm still going to go. No, if it's, if it's an automated system, true, true. If it's a people controlled system, false. If it's an automated, I guess. Yeah. That's me too. Mm. Yeah. This is, this is complicated because of the word. Okay. I think I'm in the same place, but I'm reading it as like in one way or another, the clams decide if the water is happening or not. And I want that to be true. I just don't think it is like the, the thing you've been playing in my brain of the strings makes me really want this to be true. But, um, I'm trying to think if there's something similar anywhere where we like use, but I guess there's still like a human element. Canaries this and sounds like mines. something that would happen in the fucking Pokemon universe. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like something like uh oh. But many also of like the can... shelters, Clamperl. closed their yeah. their shells. It's like an episode where Ash would have to go like battle them to fucking fix it, <laughs> and there would be like one of the whatever it evolves into, like that would be there at the end, and it would be its fault. And then he'd befriend it instead of actually catching it because he can't actually catch anything, and it would be his friend. And then he'd take it home with him, and then probably let it go once it became his best Pokemon, because that's just how Ash I don't is. remember if that's how the plot of that show went. But yeah, uh, what's I guess we can. I'm gonna scroll down now. It says <laughs> it says true. Does it give it just context? True. Nope. Here's the explanation. This is a little bit of a long one, so strap in for a second. When the right. waters are nice and clean, the mussels open up completely in order to feed, which they do by filtering water and eating matter they find. When the water quality drops, they very quickly close their shells and slow down their metabolism. Whenever one of these mussels clamps down, it closes a circuit via a string hot glued to its shell, which alerts it. No! Let me finish. Which alerts the computer that it may be time to turn off the water supply. The computer's job is to monitor parameters obtained through the artificial sensors and produce an alarm if anything seems amiss. This step accounts for possible change in the individual behavior of the muscles, of which there are eight. One presumes they may sometimes grow tired and just close their shells to take a nap. Oh my god. If four of the muscles close at the same time, however, the system shuts down automatically. The end. Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg muscle machine. And then there's an article, and I'm going to see if this oh article Lord. has anything more. I wanted there to be a picture Christ. of these eight clams oh just chilling. Oh, God. 
Do clams live forever? Muscles, clams, whatever. Oh my gosh, this is totally real. This is hilarious. Look at this picture. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you should um Look at this picture. You should uh you should count this as false and count it in the stats for me. Good God. Look at this picture. (laughs) Oh my god. Now I remember seeing that picture. God damn it. Oh my god. Human memory is so faulty. This is amazing. You have to be kidding me. Why wouldn't you just Okay. I feel yeah, like I'm trying to figure out why you would do like why would you do There that? has to be a better solution, people. Um, I think it's actually a pretty great solution. If it's a good like simulation of hey, the, your water is dirty, if it's like a good way to indicate that, that's not maybe as faulty as like artificial methods. I just want a picture of all eight clams. I want them to be in like a giant circle, like a like a like they're always in the video games where like the eight villains are together and they have a giant Mm -hmm. circle podium. Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. that. I'm just gonna search for this Poland clams, water. Hey, hey, Chris, I have some bad news for you. What? Demi Lovato got engaged. That's fine. She was like not in the top. Top top echelons of the list. There's plenty still. She was she was she was up there. She's in the top ten, but she's not like you know. I'm not gonna cry over one of the ten. You know what I'm saying? And someone will quickly take her place. I'm sure. But like if Ariana, Demi, and Aubrey all got that would hurt pretty bad. Yeah, that would. (laughs) (laughs) There is a I I don't remember what Discord server it's in, but as a joke one time on Discord on a bot, I did put a timer that was like remind me in three years that I should be married to. I do remember that. I do remember that. So we'll see. I don't know. I think I still got like two and a half years. All right. Well, while Chris waits that two and a half years, (laughs) we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. (laughs) A lot of great shows on there to spend two and a half years waiting to propose to Haley Williams listening to. You've got Steampunks. You've got No Dice. You've got Cult Classics, brand new show where they're making up bad horse movies. And it is just basically a fun improv game. Kind of like ours. Yeah, I kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, it's fun. If you like freeform comedy based around just something generated, check it out. Yeah, um, theme song intro and outro is Never Far by James Hunter USA, now going by New Weirdos. Um, I I have to confess that y'all two are a little more updated on their you know newest releases than me, so I'll let y'all handle that. I don't think there's anything definitely new check lately. Them out. Like a lot of bands. Yes. That yeah. A lot of a lot of everything into disarray. A lot of people yeah. who aren't Taylor Swift haven't been recording. <laughs> yeah. 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 Taylor Swift is dropping a new album with the guy from the National tomorrow. It's fine. Tonight at midnight, technically. A week ago when you've heard this pod. Two weeks ago when you've heard this podcast. <laughs> Which probably means if you care about it, you already know about it. Yep. But I'm trying to decide if I'm going to listen to it or not. I don't think I care enough to. I, I, I don't. I'm not one to like hate on pop music. I have nothing against Taylor Swift, but I've just never had any interest. I will. I didn't listen to her last album all the way through just because the singles weren't appealing to me. I think I'm interested to come at one of her albums without having heard any singles in advance i think because i i am historic i have historically enjoyed taylor swift i think red was a fucking phenomenal album i think 1989 was fine i like the national i like 
when Taylor uses a guitar. So I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, could be mm. could be pleasantly surprised, even if you're already expecting. I don't know. So with the, not bad if you got the guitar coming back. With that final non sequitur, I'm John. I'm Gabe. And I'm Chris. Don't believe everything you hear. Oh,